It's Vegas Revealed, episode 131. Concert fans on the Strip got quite the surprise when Bruno Mars hopped on stage, find out where it happened, and the reaction of the band that was originally performing. Plus, the music of Meatloaf will soon be taking over Vegas like a bat out of hell, (laughs) and a popular strip resort has a major upgrade in the works. Plus, details of a new $20 million restaurant taking over prime real estate on Las Vegas Boulevard. And how you can tour Siegfried and Roy's Jungle Palace. All that and more this week on Vegas Revealed. But first, today's show is sponsored by Vegas Near Me. It's a new free app that has everything fun to do and see in Las Vegas with some really useful features. The app is in the beta phase right now, but because you'll listen to Vegas Revealed, we want to give you an exclusive opportunity to be among the first in the world to download it, play with it, test it, and tell us what you think. You can mark your favorites, make a reservation, order an Uber, get directions, even book your flight and hotel, all from right within the app. It really is so cool. Go to our show notes right now and hit the exclusive link, wait for an email, and follow the simple directions to download the beta. The app is free, and it's going to stay free once it's up and running in full force. If it's fun to do or see, it's on Vegas Near Me. All right, let's get to Vegas Revealed now and spin that wheel. Hey everyone, and welcome to episode 131 of Vegas Revealed. Dana Roselli and Sean McAllister here. Ready to tackle another podcast. We've got a lot to talk about, but we wanted to touch quickly again on all the rain we've been having. And I say all the rain, more than usual this summer, because so many people are messaging us and texting us saying, hey, you guys all right? They are. And Dana, (laughs) I'm looking out the window over your shoulder right now, and it is bone dry. We have blue skies and sunshine right now. And no wetness on the ground. (laughs) And I feel like we have that like an hour after it rains too. We do. It's like, um, it's hard to explain to people unless you live in the desert, but monsoon is like it pours and then it clears up. And it's not even all of Las Vegas. It's like little neighborhoods for the most part. There have been a couple times when we've had a big storm push through where everybody gets the rain. Right. But most of the time, it's like spotty little downpours. It is. It's funny because I I went actually south toward the Silverton yesterday on Blue Diamond to meet my friend at Starbucks. And when I checked something, I don't know if I looked at Twitter or I saw one of our local meteorologists say, there's a downpour right now in Southern Highlands, which is even more south Right. that. But my point being... The the sun was out near me. I went to the to to the Starbucks and not a drop on the ground. So it like just rained in Southern Highlands, right? <laughs> so yeah. And it, the reason that a lot of people are still sending these messages mm-hmm. saying, "Oh my gosh, is Vegas underwater right now?" It's because a lot of national news outlets have been running one specific piece of video that I have noticed of uh, flooding on Charleston. Charleston Boulevard, right. One one of our big roads, like kind of in the downtown area. Yeah. Central Las Vegas. Um, And some big national TV personalities have said, look at this video coming out of Las Vegas, the flooding down on the Strip. Well, it wasn't on the Strip. It was on Charleston. Right. (laughs) 
And <laughs> which is downtown area, which is not considered the strip. It's in the city of Las Vegas. Right. It's not even, yeah. But then that video is paired with another video that's been going around of Planet Hollywood. Right. And that that is something that was unusual this year. And that is, you know, like rain pouring through right onto like some of the gaming tables there, like blackjack and, and poker tables and roulette and stuff like that. That definitely was concern for so many people because they'd never seen anything like that. So I'll give them that. But they're also also another piece of video, which is also going around, is the Link parking garage. Yes. And every year this happens. Excuse the frog in my throat. <clears> throat> Every year this happens. It used to be the Imperial Palace. But what people don't realize, because I even saw it on like ABC News' Instagram, and yeah, it looks like, oh my gosh, this water is... But it's supposed to do that. It's a flood channel. That parking garage is part of the flood channel. Yes. (laughs) So as long as that is flooding and water is running through it, the flood channel is doing its job and making that runoff go in the direction it's supposed to go. Yeah. So, right. It's cool to look at when you look at the piece of video and it does look like, you know, but so, yeah, the Planet Hollywood thing. Okay. Yeah, that was really strange. And that's happened twice. So it's very strange. Also, there's word out there that, um, you know, a couple people were found in flood channels and had passed away and they were pulling bodies up and, and all that. But uh, sadly, a lot of our homeless that live in Las Vegas in the tunnels or in the flood channels. They kind of set up camp, hang out there, maybe take a nap. The problem is these these rains come so quick that all of a sudden the flood channel's full and those people are getting washed away in a sense. Uh, so sadly, that actually isn't anything out of the ordinary when we have major rains, but still newsworthy and important. Yeah. to talk about that, you know, we want to do our best to get the homeless out of those flood channels. Yeah. And the the thing with that is, is like we we're just mentioning, it can rain in one part of the Las Vegas Valley and be bone dry in another part. But if it's raining on the west side, guess what? All that water is going to go through the flood channels mm-hmm. in the middle of the, by down by the strip. And you don't anticipate that wall of water coming down those underground tunnels until it's right there. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. I mean, it's, it's a sad situation all around when that happens. Um, we've had a very, I don't even want to say strange summer, but we talked about this. Like we just haven't had this type of monsoon weather in at least a few years. So I think it- I think this is the wettest monsoon season. I could be wrong on this, but I feel like I read that it's the wettest monsoon season in like 10 years. Mm-hmm. And I believe it. Yeah, I believe it too. It's, it's been a while. It's con- it been has con- been. It's consistent. You whether know? it's been, whether 10 years is the number or not, mm-hmm. it's around 10 years it and is. it's been a while. And it's been humid, which is consistently humid. Which has been such a pain in the ass for my hair. Very, me too. (laughs) (laughs) My skin feels good, but (laughs) anyway. All right. Well, we've got a long list of uh, fun Vegas topics to talk about today, too. And one of them uh, has to do with the late Meatloaf. And we're talking the singer Meatloaf. A new show coming to the Paris, Las Vegas. It's called Bat Out of Hell. It's new to Las Vegas, but apparently, I think it was, um, it's been running in London's West End or at least in the UK, for quite a while. It's got a lot of 
accolades, and a lot of people have said it's incredible. It starts September 27th, so bad out of hell, coming to Paris, Las Vegas. Um, I actually saw one of our friends, Travis Clower, who was in Jersey Boys for many, many years, post about this. He's going to be in the show. Congratulations to Travis. That's what alerted me, and then I started looking into it, and I'm going, wait a minute. This is opening September 27th, and it's on the calendar all the way through 2023, and they've even got some nights. What is it, Fridays and Saturdays, I think it is? They have two shows yeah. a night. And it, so this is a musical that's based on Meat Loaf's 1977 album, Bad Out of Hell. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jim Steinman is the one who put the musical together. And the storyline, which I think is interesting, is loosely based on the storyline of Peter Pan. But oh. it's set in kind of a post-apocalyptic New York City uh-huh. environment. This musical premiered uh, back in 2017, and then there was an international tour in 2020. And now, um, you know, we're getting word that the musical is setting up shop, I guess, semi-permanently, at least, mm-hmm. uh, here in Las Vegas. I know. I'm excited about it. You know, Jersey Boys was in that room for so long. Yeah. And it was a musical, and it did well. So, I mean... They've tried a couple other things in there, and it didn't really work, but I think that theater is a great theater and stage and setup for shows like that. And, I mean, the music on the Bad Out of Hell album, oh, yeah. you really can't beat it. I mean, there are some incredible songs. Of course, like... Uh, I, I know, we just want to sing them, right? I would do, do anything it. We'll just sing the, We don't know the name of but it. But I won't do that. <laughs> And then there's so many. I, I mean, there's so many, right? I can't even I can't even think of the names either. But you guys know what we're talking about. Everyone knows Meatloaf, right? But and you uh, uh, something on the dashboard. What's the, the dashboard da- lights? Dashboard. <laughs> we're not gonna we're not gonna pause the podcast. We're just gonna keep going. I told you. Oh, Paradise by the Dashboard Light. See, I knew there was something about the dashboard light. Two out of three ain't bad. There you go. Dead Ringer for Love and Bat Out of Hell. The award-winning Wild Child musical thunders through powerhouse hits, including I Do Anything for Love, But I Won't Do That, and then the three that I just mentioned. There we go. All those very famous popular songs. I'm excited for it. I'm glad they've got something going in that space. It keeps, like... Sitting empty for too long. And with all those new restaurants opening at the Paris, they need some entertainment. They need some shows in the building. They do. I think that'll do really well. The music, as we were just saying, is great. And uh, the cast that we've seen so far is top notch, too. Top notch, yeah. All right. Well, across the street, right, and down the road. (laughs) Isn't that part of a nursery rhyme? (laughs) <laughs> across down, uh, <laughs> through the river over the river and through the woods yeah. <laughs> <laughs> all right well across the street and down las vegas boulevard <laughs> ocean prime is going to be opening in the spring of 2023 and this is a new get this sean 20 million dollar restaurant and it's the first ocean prime in las vegas but it's the 18th location nationwide It's Cameron Mitchell Restaurants that's opening this location. It's going to be the flagship location of all of their Ocean Prime Mm. locations. Um, But this 
restaurant space is over 14,000 square feet. That's huge. There's a ton of private dining rooms. There's a main dining room. There's a patio overlooking the strip. Gorgeous. The renderings that we just received, they look phenomenal. And it is a prime location. Mm-hmm. It really is. Listen, and I love when we get a good flagship, you know? I know. Because it means we're better than all the rest. It does, all the other doesn't 18, it? All this is going to be the 18th, <laughs> all the other 17 <laughs> restaurants. Yeah, it's right at Las Vegas Boulevard and Harmon and right in front of Crystal's, the shops at Crystal's, right? So, I mean, it's a great spot. Lots of luxury shopping over there, and I think it'll fit in perfectly. Yeah, and then right next door to the Cosmopolitan, yep. uh, across the street from... Uh, Planet Hollywood, kitty corner to Planet Hollywood, really. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I guess the whole area is called 63 Las Vegas, so they'll continue to fill in with other kinds of, I don't know if it's going to be shops, restaurants, any type businesses around that area. And they say there's a lot of food traffic in that area, so it's a great place to be. Yeah, and this is uh, the corner of Harmon and Las Vegas Boulevard. Um, that kind of corner of the building has been under construction for a while. And we've been wondering like, what is, what's going in there? Yeah. And so now we're starting to have some of the, the dining retail uh, establishments be revealed for that space that we've seen going up over the gosh, over the past year plus. Yeah. Right. I mean, it's $20 million restaurant, you know, it's going to be it's going to be pretty, right? It is. It is. <laughs> and the good thing about places like that is even if you can't afford to go eat there, you can go, You can probably afford to go in and have one drink at the bar. You can go in. <laughs> you can get an appetizer, some drinks at the bar, say you've been there, snap your Instagram pictures. Exactly. You know. Uh, speaking of Instagram pictures, someplace that you might want to snap some pictures of new rooms is over at New York, New York. They just announced a pretty major renovation. Yeah, $63 million room remodel project, and I guess they are going to be redoing 1,830 rooms and 155 of its suites, and expected to kind of be complete around the summer of 2023. So they're just kind of kicking things off there, and they've got to go room by room. Apparently, the accommodations are going to feature some vibrant new designs and upgraded in-room amenities that will appeal to travelers from around the world. So that's exciting. I think it's time for New York, New York to do a little upgrade, right? Yeah. And in addition to uh, the rooms, the the spa and the marquees at New York, New York are also getting a, a bit of a facelift, which is, you know, part of this <laughs> big renovation too. And it kind of goes along with uh, Mad Apple, yep. the new Cirque show going in. And that uh, theater at New York, New York has already received uh, some renovations to, to accommodate and host that show. Right. Um, so that's exciting for yes. New York, New York. Yeah, lots of upgrades going in and and kind of, you know, an indicator that uh, long live New York, New York. Because we always say when we see a hotel that doesn't get upgrades after a while, we're kind of <laughs> like, what's the fate of that hotel? So good to know that MGM and New York, New York are bustling forward and, and going to do some renovations and keep things moving over there. I know a lot of people that have gone to see Mad Apple more and more lately, and they're all really loving the show. So congratulations it, to Cirque on that one, too. It's so much fun. It, it is. really is a great show. 
All right, you may have seen this clip on our social media. If you go to our Instagram, our Vegas Revealed Instagram, you'll see Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock up on stage performing, but they are not at Park MGM where their show is. And they have a great show over there. They are together, Silk Sonic, in case you didn't know that. You can hear about them in previous podcasts. Uh, They won many Grammys, so I think you know who they are now. But they popped up over at the Barbershop Cuts and Cocktails. And this is inside the Cosmopolitan, which is interesting because it's now owned by MGM, by the way, the Cosmopolitan, because it's near Park MGM, which is owned by MGM. That's where their show is. And now that the Cosmopolitan's owned by MGM, makes sense that they were over there. But they stopped by Barbershop Cuts and Cocktails, hopped up on stage, and just started, like, jamming to some some music. The crowd was going crazy. Apparently, they kind of did a bunch of, like, covers they did like Roxanne by the police your love by the outfield last resort by Papa Roach and the crowd was just loving it like wait a minute is that like Bruno Mars and Anderson Pock like we're here for a different band and some live music right and the musicians who are already performing are you know some guys that we've known for a while uh, Justin Carter Ben Carey Sean Eiferman were up there on stage they're regular performers over at the barbershop and then I guess when Bruno and Anderson Pock just pop on over and say hey you know <laughs> what we want to hop up on stage you say Okay. Okay. Um, So that really is cool. I was just looking at uh, Justin Carter's Instagram, and uh, he has a a picture of him and and Bruno up on stage. And he says, well, I guess this is the face you make when Bruno Mars joins you for a jam session. Exactly. And I was going to say, when when they say, you know, hey, we want to hop up on stage, then they probably say back, like, well, we'll leave the door open. (laughs) Ah, good one. (laughs) That was my joke. But Justin Carter, hey, FYI, side note, performed at one of your birthday parties. He did. In your backyard, remember? That was in... uh, 2021. I think it was 2021, yeah. Yeah, because we we had that, and then like a couple days later, we decided to sell the house on a whim. (laughs) That's right, that's right. Um, Yeah, so Justin... Yeah, put on a great show in your backyard. He's always really entertaining. So he was over there at Barbershop, and then that's how both of us saw that Bruno had hopped up on stage because we followed Justin, and then we got the press release saying, hey, yeah, here's what went down, and the crowd went wild. Yeah, and this was after the Silk Sonic show over at uh, the Dolby Theater at Mm -hmm. Park MGM, which is an incredibly high energy show, mm-hmm. you know, Bruno and Anderson Pock put on one hell of a performance and then to still have the energy to go and do a whole nother show after that. Yeah. That's pretty impressive. That's what Vegas is about and always has been about. And I'm glad to see some of this happening. I like it a lot because I feel like that was the whole reason people visited Las Vegas for so yes. long, you know, because you never knew where you were going to be and someone was going to pop up or what was going to happen. And so I love it. I think it's great. Uh, check out the video. It's a pretty quick video, but it's kind of fun to watch on our Instagram. We've got it up there at our Vegas Revealed. And so that happened at the barbershop, the speakeasy over at the Cosmopolitan. We've also seen things like this happen at Brian Newman's show, mm-hmm. his late night show inside the library over at the Nomad. Yes, that so happens it a lot. it is. It's really cool. 
All right. Well, if you love comedy, and uh, I know I sure do, and I really like Brad Garrett, too. He's one of the funniest comedians I've ever seen live. I love him. But he's got a comedy club over at MGM Grand. By the way, we haven't even talked about that. You know, he moved locations, and I've walked by his new comedy club twice recently, and I thought, we need to get in there because it's a cool space. Yeah. It's got this, like, outer area with, like, like at a bar and kind of a cocktail tables and lounge area before you go into the comedy club. But anyway... Um, at that comedy club at MGM Grand, which is now on the way to, like, when you head toward the Grand Garden Arena. Is that called the district? The district. The district, yep. right. Um, I walked by when I was going to Nellie Southern Kitchen that's owned by the Jonas family. Um, but anyway, they are having an, an event there, and it's the main event of the World Series of Comedy, which I didn't even know there was a World Series of Comedy. Did you? <laughs> I didn't. I it's, knew there was a World Series of Poker. Right. Well, it's the competition semifinal and final rounds, and it's scheduled for Saturday, September 17th at 6 p.m. and 8 p.m. And it's a stand-up comedy festival. And so with the final and the semifinal, you can only imagine the, the, the guys and gals that are going to be up on stage are going to be hilarious. Because they've made it really far. And it's a, a massive field of comedians that, that started out in this World Series of Comedy. 500 comedians started out. And in the end, only one of them is going to be crowned the champion. Yeah. So it's a big deal, right? It's going to be huge a, deal. a lot of fun yeah. to watch. So, I mean, if you want to get your tickets, I would get them now and hold your place. If you love comedy, this is going to be the place to be. Again, it's at Saturday, September 17th at Brad Garrett's Comedy Club at MGM Grand, the main event of the World Series of Comedy. Sean, I know you wanted to talk about something that you saw just before we were about to record the podcast. You're like, oh, yeah, I want to I want to pop this in because you, uh, you were telling me about it and it sounds really cool. It's uh, something in conjunction with the Neon Museum, right? They're doing a new kind of tour. Yeah. So this is called it's a whole series. It's called Duck Duck Shed. And <laughs> it's a series of events celebrating architecture, design and culture in Las Vegas. And there are a bunch of different ticketed events and tours that uh, you can take part in. This is all happening uh, Thursday, October 27th through Sunday, October 30th. So okay. giving you a little heads up here. I like that. But one of the events that I thought was super cool, which is happening uh, that Saturday, is a tour, a walking tour of Siegfried and Roy's home, Ooh. which is called the Jungle Palace. So it's a walk through the home, um, and you're going to hear stories from people who worked closely with Siegfried and Roy over mm. the years. Um, you get to see the grounds where, you know, some of the, the jungle cats lived. Yeah. And really, Siegfried and Roy had an opulent lifestyle. They did. And I mean, the highest paid entertainers in Las Vegas mm -hmm. at one point. And so that comes with a certain level of, of living. Yeah. And so you get to see that firsthand. Uh, tickets for that are $95, um, which I think is a, it's a pretty good price. Yeah. It's a, it's a pretty good price mm -hmm. to see history. I mean, who knows how long the house is going to be the estate really, I should say. Who knows how long it's going to be kept intact. This could be like a moment in time to get that glimpse of history and into the lives of Las Vegas legends, really entertainment legends around the world. Um, 
so again, $95 for the ticket to uh, tour the Jungle Palace. Uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting when you mentioned that because I didn't realize that they were going to be opening up their home. And, and if anyone doesn't know, which I assume most people do, Siegfried and Roy both passed away, I would say somewhat recently, over the last five years, right? Because I know um, Siegfried passed away kind of during that COVID period. He did, and, uh, and Roy, Roy uh, prior to that. Yeah, prior to that, but in clo- but close. Pretty close proximity. Close proximity. Yeah. So uh, it was a sad loss for the world and Las Vegas. You know, they were incredible magicians, and obviously everyone knows their story and what happened on stage. It was it was tragic. Roy was was hurt. Um, but they still always made visits around Las Vegas, went to shows, stayed involved in the community. And so it was a big loss for us. But I didn't realize they were opening up their home to this kind of tour. So I'm excited to hear that a lot of people who really, really have an interest in them, their lifestyle, where they lived, will be able to go in and, like you said, witness history. Yeah, and it looks like uh, the Neon Museum is going to hold its 10th anniversary celebration uh, at their home as oh, well. Wow. Um, that's a pricier ticket at a thousand dollars. Um, but still, I mean, there's going to be some good people at yeah. that event too. For more on the duck, duck shed, uh, series, you can go to neon museum.org and that's where you can also, uh, find more about the regular events that the neon museum hosts too, as well as their regular tours. Okay. All right, well, we've got a couple good tips coming up, so why don't we do it and get to it? All right, Sean, the tip that I have is free lunch parking in the Arts District, and hallelujah is what I have to say. Yes. (laughs) This started on August 15th, and then apparently the city has decided the metered on-street parking, and they call it the 18B Las Vegas Arts District, will be free Monday through Friday from 11 a.m. to 1 p.m. And I got to tell you why I love this. Literally yesterday, I went to lunch with a friend of mine, Sherry Swens. She's a local meteorologist on the morning show. We worked at Channel 8 together for eight years. We were meeting up for lunch, and it was downtown. And I'm telling you, Sean, and we've talked about this before, it took me like five minutes to pay for my parking, plug in my license plate, do this, put the card in, wait, read it, get the receipt. I was like, oh my gosh, I'm like, tick, you know, like wasting half my lunchtime here paying for this parking. So I'm excited about this free parking in the arts district from 11 to one. I think it's a great idea. It is. And, you know, I think that is one of the challenges that downtown Las Vegas has is the, the parking situation. And I know that they're doing some things to try and address that. There are apps that you can use Mm -hmm. to pay for parking, all that. Um, But people need to know about that in order to make it easier. Right. You know? So that is part of the evolution of the downtown area. But this is a great step in the direction to get people down there. Yeah, it really is. And I think there's a lot of construction too, which is adding to mm-hmm. it, you know, and that always is frustrating because they're like, sometimes it makes, makes it so there's like less spots on the side of the road because right. there's some construction. So yep. it's really limited, but just so everyone knows all on street meters in the arts district will be free. And this area is bounded by write this down, Charleston Boulevard to the North commerce street to the West third street on the East and Oakey Boulevard to the South. So check it out. If you want to hop in for lunch, you won't have to pay for parking. I put in, let's see, I think a two hours yesterday. It said, how long do you think you're going to be? And it costs $4. Oh, 
$4. So it's not very expensive to begin with, but, yeah. you know, it'll save you 4 bucks. There we go. All right. Love free parking. Mm-hmm. Uh, so obviously we know football season is coming up. And football season, always a big deal here in Las Vegas. And someone who's making an even bigger deal of football season is the owner of the Circa Resort, Derek Stevens. Uh, and Circa Sports is the sports betting venture that's, you know, put on by Circa. Mm-hmm. And it's in more places you can bet at Circa Sports venues in more places than just Circa Sports. Right. Um, but what's cool is that uh, Derek Stevens and Circa Sports is hosting this Circa Sports panel. This is the uh, third year that they've done this to kick off football season. They have uh, former pro players Brian Erlocker and Sean King wow. coming in to be a part of this. It's going to be a Q&A session also with some uh, leading experts in the sports betting field, mm-hmm. also some sports analysts taking part. They're going to give their insights on the new uh, professional football season so you can really prepare your bets yeah. as you move through uh, the fall, which is pretty cool. And this is also taking place in, uh, it's going to be one of the first events in Circa's new meeting and convention oh. area. Which is uh, just going to be kicking off. So this panel is taking place on August 27th over there at Circa. You can go to their website and get all the details on that. But I know that, you know, as football season kicks off, as uh, fantasy football kicks off, people are ready for the season. Yeah. I mean, there's such an interest in sports betting. You know, it's been such a, obviously what we're really, a lot of, Times known for as being the place to. I know other places you can bet sports now, but we were the originals, all right. <laughs> um, but anyway, and let's let. Uh, I love this idea of the panel, and I think it's going to be great for everyone to learn, engage, and have a good time over at Circa. But can we also talk about um, preseason football? Like the Raiders have won both games. I know it's exciting, right? It is exciting. And the the last game we just had here at Allegiant Stadium, and. Uh, the reaction from people who were there inside for the game, they said they have never experienced the energy mm. like that for a preseason game. I love they that. said it felt like regular season. Vegas fans were there in full force, hyped up, ready to root on the Raiders. I mean, we're coming off a pretty decent season and they've made some great they brought some great players on this year. I think the morale is up. They have a new president. Of the team, so coach, yeah, coaching staff. It's all, it's all new. It is, (laughs) it is all new, everyone. So, uh, go Raiders. We're excited about that. Um, some good tips today, and both of those tips in downtown Las Vegas area. Reminder if you want to sign up for the Vegas Near Me app beta version, go to the show notes. It's a, uh, written there with a link. You click the link, put in your information, you'll get an email, and it's really easy to download the beta. Uh, Vegas Near Me sponsoring the podcast this week. We're grateful to have them on board because we've played around with it. We have the app on our phone, and it's really useful. It is. There have been so many times I've been looking for you know an attraction, mm-hmm. a restaurant, um, and the app really has helped out big time because it sees where you are right and then 
you know, shows you what is near you. Exactly. Vegas near me. It's not just a clever name. (laughs) Well, it's funny because when I talked about earlier about how I went to the Starbucks near the Silverton, I was texting with my friend and I said, hey, where are you? He said, I'm at the gym. And I said, Jim, what part of town? He said, Blue Diamond near the Silverton. And I said, okay. So I went to Vegas near me and plugged in coffee shops near the Silverton. And the Starbucks came up that was right near there. And I said, okay, this is where we're going. So it's kind of a cool, it's, it's a cool, quick you know, if you need like just a quick thing of where, I mean, because we even living here, we don't know where every single thing is all right. the time. And if it's a, it's in a neighborhood that I don't travel to often, like I haven't been to Blue Diamond in a while, it's easy to find. And let me tell you something else about uh, the listings on Vegas near me. They have put a ton of time and effort into making sure that uh, the listings are all up to date mm-hmm. so that when you you click on a casino to see what restaurants are there, the latest, newest restaurants are listed with the correct times. And even uh, they have a feature that shows you the last seating time. I like that. So That's a good, good one. Even Because sometimes a restaurant might be open until 11 p.m., but the last time that they'll actually seat somebody is at 10.15. Right. You know, so if you show up later than that, you're out of luck. So Mm -hmm. really great, useful uh, information on the Vegas Near Me app. Again, it's all free. Click the link in our show notes to download. Yeah, and another quick story. We called the Paris Las Vegas asking if Martha Stewart's restaurant was open, and they said it was from 5 to 10, but it wasn't, by the way, because then she had an opening the following weekend. (laughs) But we then checked the Vegas Near Me app, and that was all up to date. So um, the app kind of knows more than some of the hotels themselves. (laughs) It does. It does. It's good. (laughs) Yeah. Check it out. Send us some feedback. You can write reports right in there. If you're like, oh, it would be really cool if you could do this or this needs to be improved or hey. So we love it. Um, Again, like Sean mentioned, go to the show notes. Okay. That was episode 131 and we'll be back for 132. Sean and I going to Wakuda, a new restaurant at the Venetian tonight for cocktails. We're meeting our friend there. So we'll have some video of that. We'll talk about that next week. Have a great week, everyone. Stop the-